0: And what's the difference between a conspiracy theory and the truth? Well, currently, it's about six months. <laughs> Hello and welcome to the Mind Detox podcast. I'm your host, Sandy Newbigging. For today's episode, I share a highlight from one of my online club meetings, which you can join at Mind Detox. In a shift from what I normally focus on here, I venture into the potentially tricky territory of what's potentially going on in the world of politics, healthcare, technology, news and media, and even religion. Stay tuned, because after diving down the rabbit hole for a while, I share 10 ways that you can stay sane and maintain your peace during these times. I hope you enjoy this different kind of episode when I ask the big questions. What on earth is happening and how can you help? So hello and welcome to this Clubcast with me, Sandy. And it's my birthday today, uh, 5th September, if you're wondering when this was recorded. And uh, when you get my card next year, don't worry, it's okay. you didn't know yet um and uh for my birthday, I thought I would do something a bit different um and uh the the topic of today, the theme of the month inside the club is what on earth is happening and how to help and uh it really it really came to me as to it feels like it's it's a good time to to talk about some of the stuff that's going on um because it's not just. Uh, a thing that is going to come and go in a couple of months. It seems to be that we're into something that might be lasting a while. And I want to make sure that I do provide uh, the support I can provide um, to help you maintain your peace and sanity and sense of security and freedom um, and all the things that you might wish for when I ask you what your heart's highest hope is. One of the the biggest distractions that I've been working with one-on-one clients with over the last several months is what's happening in the world. And I don't tend to talk about it that much because I don't want to interfere in other people's dharma and karma. Um, I, 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 I will tell people whatever I think if they ask me, but I usually uh, don't go trying to force my opinions into other people's minds. So today we're going to cover uh, uh we're going to start with a little bit of a trigger warning uh we're then going to move on to what i'm calling the three greats the three greats that appear to be happening right now um i'm going to go into you know just sharing some of the stuff that's actually you know what is hap- what on earth is happening i'm going to share uh some of the observations as what's been happening in the world and then i'm going to share 10 things that can help you i hope okay and I've got a couple few other little notes here to my side here. Um, depending on how you how you guys respond. <laughs> so it's see, we'll see how, how the uh, our time together unfolds. And as it's my birthday, I have friends coming around and a dinner uh, waiting. So I'm gonna try and keep this to the hour. Every time I say that, it ends up being a really long session, but I'm gonna try and keep this uh, to the to the hour mark so my dinner birthday dinner doesn't get cold. So it is a different kind of meeting. Um I thought I'd take the liberty saying it's my birthday. You can't really get angry at me. It's my birthday. And I can do things that I might not want to do the rest of the year. And uh, be aware in advance. Sometimes when we start going into issues like this, topics like this, we can experience this well-known thing called cognitive dissonance. Um, That's essentially a sense of discomfort when presented with things that might be contrary to what we already believe we know or believe. So uh, what I've learned with cognitive dissonance is to welcome it, uh, to never shoot the messenger. It was never them. And like I've always said in other uh, arenas and other topics that we cover here, when you squeeze an orange, orange juice comes out. And so what I've been seeing over the last 18 months plus is is that you know if life or the world appears to be squeezing me it's not life's fault i'm missing a massive opportunity if i point the finger and i just blame the thing that triggered me much more effective much more effective for your own peace and awakening and freedom is to really never blame the messenger and and if there is some cognitive dissonance welcome it lean into it and know that you actually want to be beyond it if you're genuinely committed to your own spiritual liberation <laughs> and freedom, okay? Um, some things that we're going to talk about today may sometimes be referred to as conspiracy theories. And again, I'm not going to go down the rabbit hole too deep. We can, If you want that, we'll go into that. Uh, we'll do a part two if you want. Um, but it's really interesting with the whole idea of conspiracies because What's happened in the last 12 months especially is that anything that's outside the official narrative has been currently called a conspiracy theory. And I don't know if you know this, but the story goes, the term conspiracy theory was actually created by the CIA um, around the time of Kennedy's assassination. And they actually invented that term in order to shut down uh, a lot of the what they were calling conspiracy theories, the alternative opinions as to what they wanted uh, the beliefs to be around that time. And usually when there's a big uh, event, there's, there comes with it often conspiracy theories. And the annoying thing about them is that they tend to make more sense than the actual mainstream narrative. And that can be a challenge for us uh, when uh, living with so many conflicting ideas and opinions but there was a joke I, I came across uh, not, not so long ago about conspiracy theories. So let me ask you a joke. Should we Can I ask you a joke about conspiracy theories? And um, what's the difference between a conspiracy theory and the truth? Well, currently, it's about six months. <laughs> um, I really love that, uh, that joke when I heard it. And it really has, and I did add the currently, because it is a really current joke. It might not have always been the case. But um, the difference between conspiracies and truth tends to be about six months at the moment, if not less. It seems to be speeding up as more people uh, get curious about what might be really going on and start doing their own uh, research. So when walking uh, any spiritual path, there's a balance to be made with this sort of stuff. And I really want to set the scene with, with being really clear with this. On one side of the spectrum, we've got this thing called spiritual bypassing okay you may have come across that term that's where we kind of bury our, our heads and all is well sat you know where everything is is perfect all is well there's no evil in the world there you know all, all that kind of so there's like this kind of their life might be falling to pieces all around them but it, 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 i'm spiritual i'm ultra spiritual might be a good term for that sort of uh person uh these days and um Although ultimately, when it comes to who you really are, all is well. And um, we can be missing some uh, powerful uh, lessons and um, invitations to uh, transcend our own fears. If we go too far into the all is well, bury head in the sand uh, version of spiritual bypassing. It's also not too wise if peace and freedom and wellness is important to you it's not wise to also um, focus too much on all is bad as well. So it's really so important to for you to use your discernment when it comes to exploring stuff, especially relating to world affairs, conspiracies or uh, things that, you know, you might be seeing uh, going on um, We do move towards and become what we focus on the most. If we're putting all our attention on that, we are a part playing with helping that stay in creation. Um, At the same time, if you completely deny the possibility, it's usually being denied from a fear as opposed to a freedom. So what's more free is to be able to see and hear and know stuff with zero suffering. What's more free is for you to be unshakable within yourself, knowing that you have this inner source of peace and strength and stability. And from there, it really shouldn't matter what information you might come across in your day to day life. It boils down to how much attention you're giving who you really are and what's absolutely real right now versus who you think you are. Who you might be, what might happen later, what's happening over there. Um, it, it's as a little gauge, if you're wondering how I deal with things. Well, my intention at all times is as is to have over 90% of my attention inward. If you're looking just for a little kind of rule of thumb, <laughs> um, I can engage with whatever information on the outside with a very small impact on my nervous system because actually only a small part of my attention is on that. And the majority of my attention is inward on the stillest, most silent uh, aspect of my inner inner, inner sense, um, inner being, presence, uh, real self, uh, whatever word you want to call it. Um, the intention is to have the attention inward. And I find that if you can navigate life with that uh, mastery of attention, then you become much more Teflon and much more fearless and much more willing to face whatever is being presented uh, in any given moment, okay? So spirituality, um, self-awakening is the ability to really see, know, and experience anything uh, without suffering. And quite often, if we're too caught up in spiritual bypassing or we have a, a, a resistance Uh, to anything conspiracy. And and it's fascinating. You know, people I thought were open-minded have, uh, (laughs) I don't need to finish that sentence. But what I'm fascinated about is the venom or anger that comes with it. And we know from exploring the undercover causes, the anger is a secondary emotion. And so if we're getting angry about something or towards someone. We've usually got a fear running We may be being hurt or sad or something, but there's something that's uh, causing that need to protect. When you know you're unhurtable, when you know the aspect of yourself that is untouchable. (laughs) Liberating. Uh, Very, very liberating. So I'd like you to see when we explore this sort of stuff, um, see it as an opportunity to choose for peace. uh, Every moment. Anything that might go, oh, then you want to basically go, haha, cool. Right. Choose for peace now. <laughs> I don't like that. Choose for peace. I don't agree with, I don't agree with that. Choose for peace. Whatever it might be, the invitation is to choose for peace. And obviously to, to be what you want to see. <laughs> but we'll come on to that uh, later. So, are you okay with my little introduction? Does that make sense? Is that okay? Is that is that useful to get started with laying the foundation? Okay, so let's talk about the three greats. There seems to be three greats going on: the Great Reset, the Great Awakening, the Great and the Great Revealing, um, the Great Reset, uh, the Great Awakening, and the Great Revealing. Okay, um, and don't take my word for it. People in quite high places have come out publicly and been talking about uh, build back better. Which is a great reset term. Um, they've been talking about. Um, well, the World Economic Forum uh, has a whole document on it that you can read if you want. And in that document, it says that you will own nothing, but you'll be happy. Um, so there is a there's a move by some people to to kind of create this great great reset where um, there's even more power, you know, top and then and then the people that are helping disturbing these people uh, in in power. A lot more uh, automation, a lot more um, in changing the um, genetics, um, transhumanism, uh, and lots of stuff like that all sits under this kind of great great, uh, reset. Um, If you get too caught up in that, there can be a lot of fear. There can be a lot of like, I don't want that to happen. There can be a lot of like, worries and some people stop there and they just basically don't want to look any further and they get freaked out. Some people then move on to the other great, which is the Great Awakening. And I don't know if you've done done any uh, alternative uh, searches or watched any alternative videos than the mainstream news, you'll have probably at this point heard about the Great Awakening. Um, And um, it's an interesting term. Uh, I don't necessarily think it's the most accurate term for what it is. What they're really talking about is um, an awakening of, when it comes to an in- information awakening. Uh, when we when we talk about in this club about awakening, we're not really talking about conceptual awakening. We're talking about experiential awakening. As, can I have a nod from the guys that, that I can see? Um, we're, we're talking about experiential awakening. We're talking about getting to know who you really are, freeing yourself from the limitations of, uh, of the mind. I'm no longer identifying in what you're not, and resting in what you know what you've been the entire time. So when it comes to like awakening, they kind of throw that word around awakening, but really um, there's uh, the definitely is an information awakening right now. Um, people are starting to uh, see what um, has been going on for decades, uh, but we were just not aware of it at all. And that takes me to the third great which uh, is a term that um I love uh, from a, a friend of mine richard Abbott who we've we've um had a couple of times uh, as a guest here, and I don't know if you get his newsletter but he he was referring to it as the great revealing um and i've been talking about uh we've been in touch we're in touch almost daily uh, and we've been talking about the great revealing together but if you do uh, want to read more about the great revealing. Do check out Richard Abbott's website. he has got a fantastic blog. If you've got half an hour to read it, because it's very long, but it's all sourced with a couple of things I'm touching upon here. uh, And you can click through and read things if you want. So it was an amazing, amazing piece of work he did. Um, The Great Revealing. And (laughs) without um, freaking anyone out, we are in an apocalypse. (laughs) Hear me out. (laughs) Apocalypse uh, comes from the Greek word. Let me check, make sure I say it right apocalypsis, yeah, so it's not far off, it's very similar. And apocalypsis in Greek basically means to lay bare or disclose, okay? So I know there was a movie about called that, and it was a lot of blood and gore and stuff, but really the word in its truer sense, original sense, is actually about revealing, disclosing. And um, what I am most excited about right now is not people trying to go up to What is it? 5D instead of 3D and 4D and all this sort of D's uh, conversation, if you have uh, done some uh, looking into this. I'm most excited about the fact that we are having a great revealing. Uh, We are seeing what was going on. Um, Either we weren't ready to see it. So how exciting. How exciting that we're actually all ready to see what's being revealed. We're being shown things in politics, healthcare, finances, religion. Uh, news, media, entertainment, technology—we're um, being shown things in, from all different angles, and uh, I take it as a compliment because if humanity as a whole wasn't ready for it, we wouldn't be. Able, it wouldn't be coming out. Does that make any sense? In the same way that you see in your own personal journey, you see the things you need to see about you when you're ready. This is a collective. Um, we are moving to a more loving connected uh kind conscious uh earth experience and how exciting that the things that don't support that can no longer continue how exciting so i often have uh clients you know it, you know almost daily coming to me and they've got some concern about what they're seeing on the news and politics, uh, healthcare vaccines, all that sort of stuff. And and if I, if I let them, they could probably t- talk to me for about five hours about all the, all the bad, you know, that, that side of the spectrum I talked about earlier, like all the bad, you know. Um, we are witnessing uh the falling away of mechanisms, systems, and institutions that actually haven't been serving us. And um, I, I don't want to, like, come and be the bearer of lots of bad news, so I'm not going to dwell a lot on this, but I do have a few things I want to touch upon, if you don't mind, under the categories I've just mentioned, just so we can kind of know what we're talking about here. When it comes to politics... (laughs) <laughs> things you should never talk about, uh, politics. Whether we agree or not, I'm not talking about sides or opinions right now, but what's happening right now is we have got a lot of question marks over voting integrity. <laughs> There's a lot of question marks over whether the, the the guy over the Atlantic from where I am in the USA uh, got into power legally or not. There's a question mark. Probably the biggest question mark there's been for a, a, a long time about whether someone is, and that question mark leads to well, we've been using the same system, the same uh, voting machines. So, are the have the have the voting has the voting in the UK been, um, integrous? I mean, I remember when they did the uh, Scottish Scottish England uh, vote, um, it didn't seem to come out how like the general vibe was. It was almost like a day of mourning. After that uh, vote came through, it was very interesting. I was in Edinburgh at the time. Everyone, I know, you you kind of attract, you know, who you are most like. But a lot of people I talked to were saying, "I I don't know if we can do it alone, and if we can be together or without England or whatever." However, this is the first time in hundreds of years which we have without violence or war or bloodshed, you know, to take a bit of paper and become an independent country without war. It's my it's my honor. <laughs> On behalf of everyone that dies for, for, for trying to get Scotland an independent country to click that thing. Now, I'm not saying everyone did, but I'm just trying to give a vibe that was a it was interesting. So it, it raises questions about voting integrity. There's a big question about that. There's a quick question about money. I don't even know this, but if you've seen it, but there's lots of like these politicians linked with this uh, uh, institution, and they've got investments in there. And can, you know, if 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 we re- I'd love to have a situation where all the politicians had to like dress like F1 drivers and have all their sponsorship over them because it'd be a really uh, I think it would change the discussions in the, the parliament. There appears to have been a massive move recently to uh, a ridiculous amount of power and control uh, by the uh, politicians. I mean noticed that now I'm not here to discuss whether it's valid or whether they're doing it to help everyone or not that's not the point but there's people that are being hurt right now on orders of you know, the politicians via the their, their strong arm, the police, the people being hurt for their own health. And when that starts happening, I mean, people start you know throwing old ladies to the ground and stuff. You start going, "Is this for our health?" I'm not sure. So there's the, all these question marks uh, start coming up in politics. uh There's been, I'm not going to go too uh, down the rabbit hole, but there's let's just say there's been reports of sexual deviancies and things like that. So the whole idea of these you know politicians out there honest trying to help us have the nicest roads and the love and the lovely parks and that whole idea do you notice that that's not necessarily there anymore necessarily that it's almost like a, what they're going to do next and it, it just feels a bit does that make sense i'm trying not to project here i'm trying to like talk as neutral as possible um, so anyway politics healthcare Lots of you know, people are starting to see that healthcare isn't what it used to be or what maybe it was originally intended. I mean, even the term healthcare, care. Um, a lot of people die every year of when they're being cared for by <laughs> health professionals. Um, it's one of the top three or four causes of uh, death. Uh, someone called it sick care. There's a big move for money again. There's a big move for um, dependency on the medication because it's more profitable than healing people. There's a great focus on symptoms rather than causes, um, which we talk about a lot here. Um, and again, I'm not saying what you should do with your body, but there is a lot of people getting harmed by the vaccine. It might be helping a lot of people too, but the current vaccine is, is the statistics are worse than any vaccine ever. Um, so again, healthcare care, it just leads to these question marks. Finance. Massive debt. We've been a debt. We've been a debt. It, every country is being driven off debt, and we're encouraged to be in debt. And my friend just moved to America and said they couldn't get anything. They couldn't get rent a house because they didn't have enough debt. <laughs> they actually earn money and they spend what they earn, and that's somehow bad because now they, they they're they're seen as bad with money because they have no debt. It's, it's like, what is it? Does that make any sense? I'm not in debt, and I find it hard to ever borrow if, if i wanted to just get something because i have no debt um i just use a credit card and pay it off every month just so i have something going through the the debts debt people and stuff so what's that all about from the moment you're born to the moment you die and almost every breath in between something is being you're being you're paying a tax again i'm not trying to complain or create a big all is bad type thing but these these things that we are looking at and people are going, I just want to go back to normal. It's like, well, the normal wasn't actually that good. We're actually looking at a cockroach on its back, and it's like doing all this, and it looks really bad right now, but actually we're seeing it as it's, and we're going to have a choice and a chance to maybe choose for something much more, healthcare that actually heals and and, and actually helps people stay healthy. And politics that actually is love-based, supports supports people. It comes from the heart finances where it's not just the 1% and it's not driven by debt um and we're not taxed from every time a light goes on every time we breathe every time we uh walk somewhere every time. if you think about it like you drive somewhere you turn on a light you you anything you do um there's a there's a the mafia is getting a, a percentage of it <laughs> i'm joking i say that because it's not by choice so it's kind of like i'll if you don't pay this I'm going to hurt you. I'm going to put you in jail. So that's that reminds me a bit of Al Capone, if you ask me. You know, it's not it's not choice. Um, but anyway, let's not go there. Um, this is definitely not going to become a podcast, that's for sure. This this webinar, <laughs> I'll keep this just for us. Um, inflation, banks. Oh my goodness! I remember when I was a kid, like the bank was a friendly place, and I put my money in the bank. And it would get more i 'd get this thing called interest. Do you remember that thing called interest? Does anyone remember that? Because now my bank charges me every time I use it it, it charges me to have the account and whilst it 's got my money, which actually now it just recently signed in that it it 's actually it's and it it's money now when I give it to him um, and it can take it if it needs it um it's investing that money on my behalf multiple times, but I'm not getting any interest on in it. So it's like, again, I'm not here to moan. I'm here to say the things that we might see is like, oh, well, that's a problem, that's a problem. It's like, no, it's great to see this because it's it wasn't seen before. Do you get my point? We don't even have to spend much time on the news. If you if you have been watching, you might notice it's a little bit biased, um, it's a little bit one sided. It's become more of like opinions as opposed to facts. Have you noticed that, especially if you ever watch the American news, it's so opinionated. It's like just people talking about it, talking what they think about stuff as opposed to facts. Um, and unfortunately, there is a thing, although you might not like the guy that coined the term, there does appear to be a thing called fake news. Um, but a lot of it is just distraction. So when if you are being told to look at something by the news, the question you really want to have is, what are they not wanting me to look at if this is what they they're waving around over here? What, what's happening over here? Um, so that's kind of a useful way to use the news. <laughs> if you want just kind of it's usually what they're not talking about, which is the real news. And you want, and if you kind of pretty much flip what they're saying, 180, you're you're pretty you're getting much closer to truths. Technology. It's incredible, but technology has been quite suppressed over the years. I don't know if you know these stories, but there's been a lot of technology suppressed. Um, but I think we're going to start to see new technologies being uh, revealed um, when it comes to healing, which is very exciting. Um, when it comes to energy, I think we're going to see uh, technologies revealed for that. I don't know when. I'm not going to set a date. Um, but I think people are starting to challenge um, this whole idea of being connected to a grid and, and paying for, you know, paying every month to do this thing. And and it can be so ingrained that it's just the way it's done, but there's quite a lot of evidence that earlier civilizations that have roamed this earth existed off free energy and brought through just from the ethers. And um, it'd be quite exciting if we could get free energy and if not free, there's wonderful um, inventions that have been suppressed. And, which may be revealed again. You know, I know when I was a kid, there was this guy that invented a car that ran on water. He just poured water in it and it ran. And then the the, the companies bought it and then just shelved it. Um, but how amazing would that be? It's like, whoa, what if you could walk up to your car, and just pour some water in? Um, and it could be like it could be the secondary water from your house as well. So it could be like, not even like the pure water. It could just be like, it was incredible. So um, that's pretty cool. Um, But the technology is a double-edged sword, you know, like we've got to be so careful as to how much time we spend on these uh, phones, these black mirrors Um, and uh, really, you know, be mindful of how much we we scroll and and things like that. But there's a lot of technology and research gone into like taking our energy away from truth, away from who we really are, away from source, away from peace. And that's why it's so important to get this 90-10 ratio of attention inward and outward uh, when it comes to doing anything. And don't get me started about religion. This is the last thing I'm moaning about tonight. We'll go into solutions anyway any second. But all, I, all I'll all i say about religion is that, um, and I've, I've been around it a lot in my lifetime, and, and and I love the intention behind why people are drawn to religion. I, I love that. Um. However, religion in the last few years has done a very good job making God very unpopular. Uh, (laughs) And uh, that's, that's, I believe, orchestrated, but I don't need to get into conspiracies there. But what religion can often do is it can create a middleman between you and God. And there need not be any middleman. you don't need to talk to anyone to get to know what god wants or god thinks or any of that stuff um that fuels separation and we know there's been a lot of sexual stuff in there there's been lots of power stuff lots of control stuff in in religion lots of uh, money stuff um and what i believe right now is is that one of the greatest uh, sins of 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 religion is is re- the removal of god uh from from people's lives, I say this as a as a monk who has dedicated his life to experiencing and living in the with God and in the presence of God. And I say it having asked a lot of people um, what their concept of the greatest force for good is. One of the courses I teach, I ask people, you know, what is your concept of the great? What word would you use for the greatest force for good? And You'll be amazed at how few people ca- can use the word God, because we often say in that course, your concept of the great source of good has to be pure. It can have no negative connotations. It's one of the things that we are, are, are we state during that the uh, 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 course. And when we add that, there can be no negative connotations. <laughs> That's when people go, "Oh, I was going to use God, but I think I'll use." peace or light or nature or fill in the blank. That's that's a real shame that people have got to point and that where the relationship with God is where, it, even when I talk about God, I have to say, or whatever you call it, because it's such a trigger word. It's such a trigger word. And that's not God's fault, just for the record. <laughs> <laughs> if you know what I'm trying to say, um, as my friend Ryan says, Christianity isn't Christ's fault. <laughs> um, Christianity came along quite a long time after Christ. Potentially, might have walked uh, the earth. Um, he had very little to do with that. Uh, so we look at what on earth is happening, and 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 I, and and you know, like if you have been, you know, I've done hundreds, literally hundreds of hours of research over the last 18 months, because what do you do when people? if you lock people down like me where I normally travel all the time. I'm going to um, travel in different ways. And it's been an eye-opening experience. And i got to say, there was moments where I was a bit overwhelmed. There's moments where I was like, oh my God. And then I realized, oh, first of all, where's my attention? <laughs> what am I focusing on? When am I? Am I he- here or there? Um, and uh, if if you come to it from just looking at the surface level symptoms of what's going on, it can look really bad. But if you look at the cause of why it's going on, you can get quite excited, actually, because you can see that there's a great revealing going on. And many things that weren't serving us that just can exist in the higher level of consciousness, which we are moving, have to be seen to be surrendered. It's the same as above, so below the outer flex, the inner. How do you do it internal? What do I say to you when it comes to thoughts and stuff? I say, if you say, I have this terrible thought, I'll be like, Great, you've seen it. Now you can surrender it and create something different than what that thought would have made you do if you hadn't seen it. You understand? Before we just. Did what we're told by this this mind and hopefully during the course of being involved in this club and maybe beyond or whatever I don't know what else you're doing but I want to play my part in helping you to not be controlled by your mind to see where you've been giving your power away and cut the strings and be empowered genuinely again not this self-help idea of empowerment where you're doing power moves and All that sort of stuff, but really empowered because you've gone through the, you've gone beyond the the inner disempower. The thing that was, you were giving your power away to unconsciously. Now we have collectively been giving our power away unconsciously to many institutions that weren't actually supporting us. Weren't actually actually pure at at their core. And I, I want to emphasize this because the worst thing you could do for tonight is go, oh, my God, it's terrible. The world's terrible. No, no, no. It was already happening. Sorry. It was already going on. But, well, I'd rather just not know. Well, then you, you might not want to wake up then. Because truth is to be sought on all directions. And what I love about what's happening right now, again, is The the truth is burning up the lies. They just the lies are becoming more and more ridiculous by the day. (laughs) By the day. But that's because the truth is becoming more and more obvious on all fronts by the day. And I don't know about you, but I'd rather live in truth than live in an illusion. And people have been living an illusion and their illusions are falling away. And that's fantastic news. Now it may start with politics or Starting to question um, these other, you know, news or whatever, but actually that speeds up a person's journey to actually getting to the the real awakening <laughs> of um, discovering who they really are. And as we know, with every single person that's had a real awakening, ninety five percent of them, should I say, ninety five percent of them have usually had what's called a rock bottom wake up call. <laughs> they've had a hard time. They've had a hard moment or a hard period. And they've got to a point where like, this isn't good enough. There must be more, there must be something different. And I think I've some of you nodding at the top of my screen, like some of you might not be here or done the Academy course or whatever. If you hadn't had that push, that discomfort, that that uh, need for uh, the end to your own stress, struggle or suffering. And, Humanity as a whole was on a very slow trajectory. They were they were on a very slow path to waking up. It was so it was it was too comfortable for many. And those that it was really uncomfortable for, due to see previous unfairness in politics and economics and stuff like that, countries that have been intentionally suppressed and things, and people are real poverty. Um, they're just so, just trying to survive. They don't get a chance necessarily to get to asking the bigger questions. And I'm not trying to be Too generalistic, but you know, it was very clever, comfortable or so uncomfortable that they're just trying to survive. And there was little room for actually what we even talk about here the self actualization, knowing who I really am. What's my real purpose? Not just making money to pay a mortgage, but why was I born? Why am I here? These big questions, a lot more people started asking them after 9 11, and a lot more have started asking them in the last 18 months it's it, it can be exciting, especially when you know that, that who you really are is unhurtable untouchable, immortal, because one of the main contr- ways of they're controlling people right now is through the fear of death, and when you know you can't die because you were never born in the first place, um that they, they have no control over that person either, which is really exciting. So what do we do about this? Do you want me to can, are, you, are you enjoying this? Is that okay? Is this is okay session? Got some thumbs up. Cool. Uh, I guess those that didn't like it will have left, but hopefully we've got a few people still here. Um, I'd like to share just go over my my top ten to how how to help how how to help yourself and how to help others. Is that sound okay? Number one, own your own mind. Own your own mind. Um. I know that's a weird, it's a figure of speech because actually I don't want anyone to really get attached to their mind and get to into their mind, but it's a figure of speech. We're having so much conflicting information coming from so many uh, sources and uh, a lot of my one-on-one session clients have been coming because there's like a, a level of, of, of confusion or too much absorption of, of, of information. And um, when we're watching things, you know, like the news and reading papers, or going onto Yahoo, you know, or some kind of online like news or information or whatever, it's um it helps to kind of ask yourself what what are they wanting me to think? What what is this article wanting me to think? What are they wanting to me? What are they wanting me to believe? And why? And does that serve me or them? <laughs> Who does it serve? Um, I find it really interesting that the minute the... Um, again, you know, this, this is a relevant example for me. The minute they started moving into my age group of for vaccine, um, if I would go into like the BBC News or Yahoo News or any of these kind of means, MSN News it was fascinating how many articles there were that that, that were basically saying this 40 year old who didn't believe in COVID just died of COVID and the family's distraught and and urging everyone to get the vaccine. And then like two days later, there'd be a different story, same age group, same scenario. And one time I read, I was like, Oh, that's really sad. And I was, Whoa, this is a, it could it could be neutral news or it could have an agenda behind it. So I just need to own my mind right now. Take a breath. What what do they want me to think? What they make, want me to feel? What they want me to do? And why? And just come back with more of a innocent perspective and and. Taking care of a lot more sources than than if the the mainstream media as we, as as it's called, um, the mainstream media is owned by the same people that are in medical industry, and think and anyway I don't want to go there. So own your own mind. The second one is do your own research. Number two, do your own research. Not the news, not on Google, not Yahoo, not politicians. <laughs> not experts say (laughs) what does that even mean because you can be sure if experts are saying something there's lots of other experts that are saying the complete opposite so be careful with this whole experts say thing that's like a really good way of having no sources um or having one source and ignoring many other experts that might be saying something different so um it is so important to, to to do our own research. I know if you've been following this sort of stuff over this whole while I'm watching Alternative, everyone's saying the same thing. Do your own research. Come to your own conclusions. Own your mind. Number three, know what you know. Do your best not to be influenced by false prophets and promises. And um, know what you know. I've had some people that have been... Um, like for or against the, uh, you know, the thing for the last little while they're talking to me, their stress is coming from second guessing their 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 decision all the time. <laughs> you know, um, I came to a conclusion about this a while ago, open to new information, op- open to a different op- option, but I didn't need to think about it much since then because I know what I know. Do you know what I'm saying, and I see a lot of people going over and over about what I should but this person and that person and the mind is just amazing at finding all these things to think about when it comes to this decision or whatever um but if I ask them, but what do you know right now, like what do you know, and they know <laughs> they know <laughs> um so you know know what you know and and that's okay <laughs> um. But also, number four, know what you know, know you don't know at all. (laughs) Know what you know, but know you don't know at all. Um, So it's so important to remain open, but also to, and this is a big one, expect different opinions. (laughs) I don't know where people lost this idea that. We don't all think the same thing and are on the same page like that that was pretty common for a while um, but uh like I don't expect people to agree with me, and it helps a lot by not being offended or not stressed or not getting reactive when they don't agree with me because I don't expect them to it's a, it's a surprise if they actually do, but it's not necessary it's nice but not necessary so I'm talking to the person out there right now who might be getting triggered every time their friend or family or someone has a different opinion about something right now. Like you got to get to a point where you're expecting that. <laughs> it's so much easier. Let it be a surprise when it's not different, as opposed to trying to make trying to f- find all the same. You know, because ultimately, what's offended or. In fear is um, the externally referenced part of you that is getting something from other people agreeing with you or thinking the same as you. Um, The the sense of self that is gained from ego mind because that person is thinks is confirming what I think. Um, For us that are transcending all of that, um, we want to we want to see when we're triggered or when when that. Ego part is trying to get its sense of self from uh, other people confirming it, Uh, and we want to surrender that. We want to be like, "Oh, cool! I saw another one." It's still a little bit, another bit of a bit of that me that was attached to getting external reassurance, confirmation, and all that sort of stuff. We are becoming more sovereign during this time, sovereign within oneness, not sovereign in separation, not divide and conquer. Sovereign in oneness. Make sense so far, guys? These are actually might not have been what you expected, but they're re- they're really relevant to a lot of the people I've been working with a little while, and um they're actually hopefully you're seeing them as quite practical. Um number five, stay in your lane. <laughs> stay in your lane. Um I said this before, but I, I do my best not to interfere with other people's dharma and karma. And um this is uh even tonight when I shared this with you guys, I started by checking in with you. Do, you. do you notice that? I gained permission. I let you know that you could leave if you wanted to, you're choosing to be here. And um that's you know, I invited you here, obviously. I said, Hey, I'm doing this webinar or whatever, but um and you've chosen to come. So that's all kind of said. That's very different um, to me walking across the road to uh, my mate and say, hey, I don't, th- I don't think you should get the V, or I don't think you should do this, or I don't think you should do that. Um, now, if God, life, uh, synchronicity, um, the natural movement of life, remember, we haven't moved, so creation. If creation brings it to a point where we end up having a conversation or they ask me, then I tend to, I I will share for hours (laughs) if if they're interested. But I just choose to, like, stay in my lane best I can. And, you know, I've always tried to live by the simple rule that advice should be given on two circumstances, in an emergency and when it's asked for. Um, Number six, choose freedom over fear. Um, please, please, please you choose freedom over fear. And let this be a little mantra for yourself uh, if you happen to know that you need this mantra. Uh, freedom over fear. Um, freedom exists inside, now, always. Fear exists by going out somewhere away from yourself and usually into some other time and place. Okay. So I really want to emphasize the directions of freedom and the directions of fear, okay? Because this is how you can choose. Right now, if you give your undivided attention just to here and you become really curious about the inner experience, the most unmoving, most quietest, stillest part of your inner experience, you're going to transcend the mind. The mind's not going to be here if you're fully here. Because the mind exists outside the present moment. Fear on the other hand usually requires some sort of projection, some sort of moving to some other time. What if, what if the police come knocking on my door? What if I get ill at some point? What if so it's 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 away it's outward from self. Does it make sense? Even if it's on the mind, it's away from self. <laughs> so with spirituality, with self awakening, we are we're learning to uh, turn our senses more inward, and again aim for this 90-10 uh, percentage. Focus on peace, not problems, is number seven. Problems require some kind of movement some kind of story, usually some sort of inner dialogue, some kind of talking to yourself. Um, and for something to become a problem, it requires an internal movement of some kind, some kind of judgment, um, resistant, talking to yourself. That shouldn't be there. That glass should be there. <laughs> for example, this glass should be more full. Now, up until the point that uh, I had the thought this glass should be fuller, it, it, there, it, this glass has no problem. This, this glass in and of itself is completely problem-free. Although I can start thinking that that pro- has a problem. It was, it was this little dialogue which creates the problem. And I really urge you to really explore this with what we've been talking about earlier um, with uh, what's been going on in the world. Peace is always possible here and now. Always. And I'd love you to try to prove me wrong by diving in and um, noticing when you leave your mind behind, when you stop going too far out into other worlds that aren't actually happening right here, um, there is a stillness, a quietness, a sanctuary, a safe haven. A sense of security, peace, talking of which number eight, stay in your world. I've said it a few times this year, and' I'll, and I really it need to be in the list. I hope you understand. it need to be in the list. Stay in your world. Um, we I, look look around your the room where you're at right now. Um, that's your world. that's your earth right now. And I guarantee, like, for the majority, like, I'm talking about high 99% percentiles, um, there's nothing to fear, nothing to freak out about, nothing to worry about. All the stuff I talked about earlier about healthcare and finances and religions and politics and stuff, not happening. Have a look around. (laughs) That's That's your world. That's your earth. And I've been seeing a lot of people getting freaked out and really stressed and living in fear, like you know, panic, trauma, um, because they're leaving, they're reaching outside their room into the newsroom, the news world, social media world. Other this story about what happened to this person over there. They're reaching out over there. And um, we have got to stay in our world if we want to have uh, uh, to 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 be the peace and to let that have an influence on the on the oneness on you know on the on the unified consciousness. We need to be staying in our world. The impact of you being still now, knowing who you are, has a ripple effect which is so much more powerful than many of the things we might think we need to do to try to top all the bad stuff. So powerful. Okay, so when you're scrolling or whatever, make sure you're not dropping into like 30 30 different worlds as you go down your, uh, your list and stuff. Be super conscious of staying in the room, staying in your world. So important. Number nine. However, it, act upon inspired action. Act upon inspired action. And this is very important because a lot of the questions I've been getting is what do I do? What should I do? It's like, well, if you're asking me, it's not inspired action. <laughs> it's not inspiration, intuition. It's not your purpose. See, your purpose will arise. If there's something for you to do, it will arise. And if you're playing with focusing on peace and freedom and being present. You'll be on the fear to, that would prevent you from going out and doing it. But the, the inspired action is appears to be much more pure and have much more powerful impact than sitting at home just trying to think, what am I going to do? What do, I, what do I fix this? What do, how do I stop the banks doing that? Or how do I stop the <laughs> whatever it might be? If you're inspired to do something, go ahead and do it. At no point am I saying, become an act of sit on your couch and shut out the world. I'm saying, be in your world. Be still now. Be at peace. And if anything arises to do it, go for it. Awesome. So not everyone lives by that. And some people like to write to me and just get angry at me because I'm not vocal enough right now. <laughs> it's really nice of them. Write to me and just be angry at me for not being so much on social media or whatever. I stay still. I stay here. And I have, behind the scenes, been inspired to do many things over the last 18 months plus. And if tomorrow I'm inspired to spend a week just talking about stuff on social media, I'll do it. But if I'm, if it's not from inspiration, if it's not arising from source and true creativity, um, for me, it would be distorted. It would be coming through ego. It would be coming from mind. A mind could listen to that and say, that's a very clever way of avoiding stuff, but it's, it's quite the opposite. There's been times when it would be easier to follow the mind And get busy trying to do stuff. It's actually the hero's journey to stay still, number one. And if you want a reminder about the hero, path of the hero, see previous episode. I talked about uh, the path of the hero earlier this year, I think it was. We had a webinar on the path of the hero. Number 10, be what you want to see. Well, I guess you might have not... Be surprised by that one you might have guessed that one would have to show up tonight but be what you want to see and what does that mean it means do whatever you can right now to be fully embodying your heart's highest hope whatever you can do whatever it takes it might be a little bit extra mind detoxes with uh, friends colleagues um, co-coaching or case studies or whatever it might be upping your meditation routine It might be making sure you're drinking enough water, eating healthy food, whatever supports your heart's highest hope. Um, We want to be really amping up our our, our purity right now and our um, embodiment of our heart's highest hope. That may require that you don't watch things you watch or read things you've been reaching or even hang out with people that you've been hanging out with because they are actually um, unsupportive of... of, um, peace, or whatever your heart's highest hope is. Um, You don't have to have any arguments or falling outs or anything. You can just, again, live from being inspired action when it comes to (laughs) when you contact them. And I'd really invite you to use the Calm World Meditation. It'd be awesome if you were to use the Calm World Meditation. Um, It's available inside the club. I've also made it available this month for for free on my website because I just wanted to give a gift away to everyone um, and to see if people we could get meditating with this. I really believe it's a beautiful meditation where we can focus on being peace, being love, being kindness, being uh, forgiveness, the safe haven and the oneness that we'd love to see in the world. It's a very beautiful meditation. So I felt it was due an upgrade and it was due more time and attention. So it went from nine minutes to 23 minutes, 33 seconds. And um, <clears throat> so I uh, make the most of this uh, longer meditation. It's uh, really, really powerful. If you want to explore this further, I recommend the chapter called World from Calm Cure, And I also recommend um, the masterclass on the world, uh, which is in the resources uh, somewhere near uh, this video if you're watching it in the club but in closing the world is the context of our awakening and uh i saw narayan today he came for brunch with sata and uh, sofia the little daughter We had the if you know what that is cooked by a real mexican maharani and uh, you know, we were. We, I said to what I was doing today and what I was talking about tonight, and uh, we were we were reminded of the conversation we had a number of years ago when I was so freaked out about what was happening in the world, so sad about it. And I was playing all these stories or these tragedies in my head. Be careful about that. It doesn't serve them or you to do that. And uh, I was sharing all my worries with Narayan. And he said, honestly, the world is the context of our awakening. And things are going to get a lot more wacky for people to actually wake up. And that's what we're witnessing. We're witnessing wacky right now. We're witnessing uh, things that haven't been seen before finally being seen. We're witnessing the great reveal. I have huge confidence in the heart of humanity. Huge confidence. I also have huge confidence in the power of God. Not some separate man in the sky, but the power of God. I have a fascination in witnessing this kind of cockroach on its back um, wiggling its legs around, looking, it looks quite violent near the end, but it's on its way out, okay? And uh, I urge you to uh, focus on freedom, not fear, and peace, not problems. And um, if you are going to explore the rabbit hole, Uh, make sure you're playing the 90-10 rule. 90% attention inward on the stillest, most peaceful aspect of the self. And if you at any point find that you're unable to maintain your attentiveness on the stillness and the peace, then it's time to stop looking down the rabbit hole today and get stronger in your ability to maintain uh, this inward gaze upon what you really are and this unmoving, uh, powerful Uh, presence so it's even that it can be a real exercise for you if you see your attention going out i'll bring it back but if something really freaked you out then then you don't need to go there today it's more important to get more strong in your ability to be yourself is that clear it's very exciting times very exciting times so what what on earth is happening lots and also absolutely nothing because please don't forget that who you really are has never moved. (laughs) Who you really are has never moved. Ultimately, nothing is happening. (laughs) Maybe we'll dive into that one another day, but uh, there's truth in that. Silence, void of movement is the ultimate truth. Everything else is a perception. And the more we purify perceptions, the more we come back to the purity and the peace and the power of who we really are.